Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Always glad to have this guy back. He is, of course, the senator for the great state of Wisconsin. It's Ron Johnson. Ron, how are you? Good to see you. I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm doing very well. I appreciate you coming back on. There are a lot of topics going on. And in fact, I got a, a couple of emails from your office just a few minutes ago about issues that completely blow my mind. And I want to start there, if you don't mind, because you know I'm here in Texas. We're very close to the border. Ron, the way that it's always worked, and now the Biden administration has changed things for the worse by a lot, but the way that it's always worked is if you come here illegally, um, uh, you are arrested, you are then given a notice to appear because if you claim asylum, then you can have an asylum hearing. 80 to 90% of those people that go to these asylum hearings are turned away and then deported. The problem is people, according to your office, and maybe you can fill me in on this, aren't even getting the notice to appear. So so what's, what's the recourse if you come here illegally? I don't get it. Well, they've also come up with a newfangled uh, notice, notice to report. You know, just kind of show up at the office. Um, you know, we don't know what's, quite honestly, what what uh, laws this uh, administration is not enforcing. Not very many when it comes to our border. It's, it's by and large an open border. We have a flood of not only illegal immigrants, you know, well north of three million people have entered uh, in some way, shape, or form, either been, you know, encountered, they don't even call it apprehended anymore, encountered, processed, and dispersed, or come across as a known or unknown gotaway. At least three million, it's probably approaching four million. That's Joe, just put that in perspective. Uh, Seventeen states have a population less than three million people. Wow! So that, that you know, plus then the flo- flood of deadly drugs uh, opening up the lanes and the sex and human trafficking. You know, we, there's a whistleblower HHS saying that uh, HHS knows they are basically turning uncompanied children over to sex traffickers. Um, I mean, it's it's it, this is shocking uh, beyond imagination. But you know who's not interested in it? The mainstream media and the Biden administration, they're, they're completely tone deaf and, and immune to the human depredations caused by the Biden administration's open border policy. This is a, a scandal beyond anything is really human, comp- you know, com- you know, in human comprehension. And yet that's what's happening on the border. And press is just being, giving a big shrug and ignoring it. Well, quite literally, I've got more information. My audience has got more information from you on this than from the media. The media does ignore it, and they act like there's nothing even going on. There's nothing to see here. By the way, they rode Donald Trump for four straight years on the border when he was doing it right, when he was making sure that people who wanted to come here and wanted to claim asylum had to wait somewhere in Mexico, or they had to claim asylum in Mexico, which is actually the international law. You claim asylum in the first free country that you get to. You don't get to just go to the United States because you feel like it. But when it comes to the human trafficking and the sex trafficking, these kids, and I think you told me this, it may not have been you, but I know that you know about this, these kids are coming across with with, with armbands, wristbands on, and somebody claims them, and there's some phone number in their pocket, along with possibly birth control pills, to be honest, even little girls, um, and, and they, they just say, call this number, this is my aunt, this is my uncle, and it's not. This is somebody that they are now indentured to. They are basically indentured sex servants, and our government's doing nothing? They're facilitating it. I mean, let's face it, the, the open border policy is facilitating the business model of the most horrific, some of the most evil people on the planet, a, a multi-billion dollar business model. Back in the envelope calculation, probably north of $18 billion is what we were putting in the pockets of these evil people. And we're, we're paying no attention. We're, we're not, you know, we should have Homeland Security investigations tracking down these human traffickers. We, we should finding, be finding this out. But again, it's it's overwhelming every law enforcement agency and of course the law enforcement agencies i, I don't blame the law enforcement officers they're, right. they're being told to stand down they're they're being told not to enforce the law that's why so many are retiring early uh it's why we're not able to recruit uh this administration is destroying law enforcement they're destroying our border 
Have you ever come up with a good reason, Ron? And it's Senator Ron Johnson, great state of Wisconsin. Have you ever come up with a reason? And I know that you're, you're busy doing oversight and you're busy trying to stop it as it's happening. But it, can there be a reason other than they just want no borders and one world order or they just want a, a future votes or something with the Democrat Party? Why would they be okay with this? They're, they're literally dealing in human beings and they're acting like they're not. The only thing that makes any sense whatsoever, and by the way, the people coming in this country illegally, it's a one really good opportunity for them, and they're appreciative to Joe Biden. And so the only thing that makes sense is uh, this is a way for Democrats to uh, obtain future voters, which is why they're also for mail-in balloting, ballot harvesting. Uh, you know, they, they want to nationalize their elections so that uh, people they've let in illegally that are not citizens that should not be able to vote can't vote. Remember, New York... Uh, was it New York City or New York State uh, were going to make it legal for illegal immigrants to vote? Yes, New York City. Yes. And, and, and I don't know how you do that. Obviously, you've got to be a citizen to vote, but I guess locally they can do that and get away with it, which is crazy to me. Ron, when it comes to, to having oversight and talking to somebody like Alejandro Mayorkas, the DHS secretary, it's got to be unbelievably frustrating. It's frustrating for me to watch it. But when you ask a question and you get no answer, then you get this, this sort of righteous indignation from them, like, how dare you? How do you deal with a guy like that? He, he's supposed to work for us. Yeah, I recently saw the uh, Monty Python skit called Argument. Right. Where it's, you know, I didn't do that. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. <laughs> it's, that's what it's like. It's like you, you can't even admit that we have a problem on the border. I mean, it's a full-blown humanitarian crisis. You won't even say it's a problem. No, it's, we, we've got control of the border. And we have operational control, which, by the way, operational control by law is zero people coming over. Right. Uh, we're so far from operational control, but he's just immune to it. I mean, they, they are brazen in their lies. They're, they're just brazen how they uh, just completely deny reality. These border towns have been decimated, as you know. Uh, they, I mean, places like McAllen and Del Rio and, and Donna, Texas, where they've got these facilities, uh, Brownsville. Uh, you can go into Arizona as well, also New Mexico. They're being decimated, and they just can't handle it anymore. Some of these states now here in Texas, Greg Gabbard has done this, our, our governor. They've said there's an emergency. There's an invasion happening. We're putting the our, our National Guard on the border, and he says he's going to actually start having them enforce, which they haven't done before. Is that the right thing to do? Is, is this how you do it, Texas has the right to to stop an invasion, doesn't it? I believe so. So I appreciate governors step up the plate and doing what the federal government should do. I, I thought it was brilliant that both uh, Abbott and DeSantis uh, took uh, some of these illegal migrants and shipped them up to New York, Washington D.C., Martha's Vineyard. You know, the, the sanctuary city, Martha's Vineyard, that couldn't quite handle 50. Right. When our southern border is encountering about 7,000 a day, has been averaged for the last few months. Uh, again, totally out of control. It's it's a scandal of untold proportions. But again, if if the news media is not showing on the, on the news nightly, most Americans are oblivious to it. And Biden isn't going to go there. He's never been there. Not even as a senator. He's never gone to the border. He's driven past it when he's running for vice president, going from I think uh, New Mexico, from Texas to New Mexico. But he never ever has gone to the border. He's never addressed the border. Kamala Harris didn't go either. She went nine miles from the border in El Paso. So they're literally ignoring it. Is this a matter of well, if he doesn't go and he didn't see it, then he can't he can't be held responsible. He is responsible, well, isn't he? Space. If the president goes there, the news media will have to cover it. Yeah. So they can't afford for the news media to get engaged on the crisis at the border. So they won't go and they won't be held accountable. The news media won't ask them the questions. 
It's uh, it's un- to me it's unbelievable living here. But I know even in Wisconsin, you're feeling the impact of illegal immigration. We're feeling it all across this country, and it's never, ever, ever, never going to stop if we don't even appear as though we want to say, "Hey, let's slow it down, stay in Mexico." They're trying to get rid of all stops and make all the magnets. It's Senator Ron Johnson. We appreciate your hard work on that. Let's talk about the you put together consortiums with doctors and medical experts and and epidemiologists to talk about the effects of these vaccines, to talk about uh, the the actual cause of COVID, the, or, the origination of COVID. You're doing this again. You're putting together another panel to find out efficacy and, and what we need to know going forward. Yeah, we're actually going to have two days. Uh, tomorrow will be an all-day meeting and it can run till midnight, one, two o'clock in the morning. Uh, I've got a group of almost 40 doctors, medical researchers uh, from all over the country. Um, and the, the, the topic is really going to be the, the topic we didn't get to last January in my uh, COVID-19 a second opinion. Which was amazing, by the way. Go ahead. That, that, by the way, was was really uh, organized around the four pillars that Peter McCulloch put out, uh, how to handle pandemic, you know, limit the spread, early treatment, hospital treatment, then vaccines. Yes. We've never really gotten the vaccine. So uh, this meeting and this event, uh, the public event will be on, on Wednesday. Uh, kind of the working title is COVID-19 vaccines, what they are, how they work, and how they could possibly cause injuries. Because our federal health agencies, they're not telling the American public. They, they, are, they are not being honest and transparent. So I've, got, I've gathered a group of people that have one thing in common. We want to expose and convey to the public the truth. This is all about the truth, which has been in pretty short supply here during the pandemic, certainly from our health agencies, our media, the complicit and corrupt media and big tech social media giants. And, and by the way, a lot of the people in that meeting, Dr. Malone, who is the inventor of the, by the, he's the patent owner. I don't hear any argument that he didn't invent it. He did invent mRNA technology. His name is on the patents. Uh, I know that Dr. McCullough has been banned from Twitter. So is Malone. Dr. Urso has been banned from Twitter. Tom Renz is out there doing a great job as the attorney. He, these people are all in your meeting when you got together. Ron, we know one thing for sure. That Pfizer lied about it stopping transmission and stopping your ability to get infected. You can still get it. You can still spread it even if you're vaccinated. And we know they lied because in the last month or so, one of the vice presidents was questioned on the world stage. Um, did you do testing as to whether this can stop you from getting it or stop you from spreading it? She said, oh, no, no, we never tested that. So, Ron, we were either lied to or the government was lied to by the vaccine makers. Do you know which one it is? Oh, we've been lied to. Uh, I think the government uh, and the federal health agency. Uh, they had to know this, didn't they? Put their head in the sand and, and allowed the uh, vaccine companies not to do the studies that uh, in any other normal type of drug you'd have to do. Uh, so, no, I mean. But they made they, claims that they couldn't make. For example, the, the biodistribution. I mean, that, that right. came through a FOIA request uh, to the Japanese regulators. Uh, our regulators knew that. They didn't say anything about it. And so, again, they, they, they lied to us. We, we've been lied to. They've not been transparent. They've not been honest. That's what this event is about uh, on Wednesday is to expose those lies, tell the truth. Recently, there, there's been a push. It's Senator Ron Johnson, great state of Wisconsin. Make sure you go to uh, ronjohnsonforsenate.com. Um, recently, you had people pushing for amnesty. We should have amnesty for anybody who said anything about the vaccines, anybody who said anything about the efficacy, anybody who's ever, ever said anything about the VARA system not being right. You know, when science is changing all the time, you can't really hold people responsible when they make claims that turn out to be untrue. I mean, there's a push, Ron, to give amnesty to people who lied to us and potentially have caused really bad adverse effects up to death. Well, it just proves that they know they did something wrong mm. and they're going, they're going to need amnesty. 
Uh, but I mean, take a look what the FDA's, FDA is doing right now in ivermectin. They're saying, oh, we never recommended against using it. It's a lie. I mean, they, had, they had a public relations campaign saying, come on, y'all, you're not cows. Right. They, they called it horse paste. They did everything they could to sabotage the use of hydroxychloroquine, of ivermectin, of any of these generic drugs that work. Yes. And Joe, that, that, I mean, that, that is the, the, the main transgression here, is the fact that they sabotaged early treatment. They didn't allow doctors... Uh, but, but again, by their edicts, they have so much power over these institutions, over, over these hospitals. Uh, they can pretty well call the shots on how to treat things or how not to treat things. So they didn't allow doctors to use on-label different things to address inflammation and clotting. You know, it was basically inject remdesivir, which is actually recommended against use by the uh, World Health Organization. Yes. Inject remdesivir, put people on a vent and watch them die. Mm. That, that happened in far too many cases. I mean, the cruelty, the inhumanity of, of how so many hospitals in our health system treated patients and their families is just beyond description. And that's a story that's not being written about either because the media is corrupt and complicit in this, just as they're corrupt and complicit with the censoring of the Hunter Biden laptop, yes. the Russian collusion hoax. Again, we are, as I kept saying during the campaign, it's not a fair fight. It's not a level playing field. We have these groups of radical leftists infiltrated all of our institutions, our federal agencies, and they are wielding their power. It is uh, Senator Ron Johnson. You know, there's no telling how many lives could have been saved, and it's many, had ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine not been vilified and had people been able to use it. I'm 56. I'm pretty healthy. I've never gotten the jab, never going to get it. I got COVID. I took ivermectin. I was back. I was off the air, Ron, one day, and I was back to work two days later. didn't sound myself. It took a few days to get better, but I did that with zinc and, B, and D3 and B12 and everything else, and those therapeutics really do work, and you're right. There was an ad campaign saying you're not a horse, you're not a cow, you shouldn't be. You had doctors on CNN, this Gupta guy, who went on and on about how it's a horse paste, and then when confronted about it, said, "Well, no, there, there are doses for for humans as well." And you know this, ivermectin won awards for being such a great uh, medication. It's uh, Senator Ron Johnson. Very quickly, you already hit on it a little bit. We have the Twitter files falling now. We know that there was direct collusion between the Biden administration, the Biden campaign before he even became president to suppress the Hunter Biden laptop. And it is way more uh, deep than we ever thought. And Twitter just reacted and said, but handled. We got it. We took them down. We, we deleted them. We suspended them. We stopped you from being able to direct message it. How is this not election interference on its face? I mean, it's probably even worse than that, but it's at least that, isn't it? Well, it is. I mean, you know, the, the, the federal law enforcement complicity in this, our federal uh, intelligence officials, that's the 51 that signed the letter saying this was a had the earmarks of a Russian uh, information uh, operation. Uh, they're all complicit. But the larger stories, as as interesting, as important as uh, you know, what we're revealing in the in the, the Twitter files is the fact that uh, one thing's revealed is that the FBI was out shopping. And that's what they're doing. They, they were preemptively covering up for Hunter Biden well before uh, the, the computer surfaced. Yes. They had possession of it in December. They, they were coming and talking to people like me. Boy, be careful. You know, you're targeting disinformation. Mm. It's like, yeah, I, I understand. I'm, I'm very careful in our investigations. But this is all being done to set up should that computer ever surface. And, of course, the computer surfaced because Senator Grassley and I issued our report. The next day, Mr. McIsaac contacted us offered us the computer, you know, because of all the briefings, you know, we were played. We were concerned. You know, first of all, we would have always been concerned. We right. do our due diligence, but we went to the FBI. 
say, could this be stolen? I mean, do you, you know, what are you doing about this? We had numerous conversations with the FBI. They never revealed to us that they had the Hunter, Hunter Biden laptop. Since, since, and by the way, you say December, Ron, it's December of 19. No, they I had know. it a full year earlier. That's stunning to me. So again, th- th- they were, you know, now we know through whistleblowers that they had a scheme in August of 2020 to downplay the derogatory information uh, of, of Hunter Biden. That's the, the month that uh, Senator Grassley received and I received a unsolicited briefing, which I knew was a setup. There was no new information in there, and it was a setup because they leaked that in May of, of 2021 to smear me. Right. Now, Senator Johnson's been warned about this. Yep. They continue to this day. So the corruption of the FBI, of federal law enforcement, our federal intelligence agencies, our federal health agencies, the corrupt and complicit media, all this has to be exposed. But the problem, Joe, and you know this, is they have the power to make it very difficult to get the truth out. It, was, it cost Elon Musk $44 billion, but he's getting the truth out. I'm glad that we know it. I mean, all he really did was reiterate what you already knew and what I already knew, but now the mass public knows it, and hopefully this will uh, force change somehow. Ron, I'm frankly out of time. I can't believe how much you're doing for us. You've got so much going on. I can't wait to hear what comes out of this meeting the next couple of days. It's Senator Ron Johnson. Follow him everywhere. It's Senator, thank you. Appreciate you. Stay well. All right, brother. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. Great to have you. Always a pleasure to have Senator Ron Johnson on. He is out there on the on the front, just right there in the front line. Um, on these committees, calling people to the task, trying to get the truth out to us. So uh, make sure you go check out that uh, full interview later on tonight when I put it up on Rumble. Also, stop by the website, JoePags.com. Click on Store. There's time to get your gear, your Pags merch for in time for Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever your, your celebration happens to be. JoePags.com. Click on Store. Also, an array of stuff there that you're going to like. I'm telling you right now, you will. And if you like my short videos, Instagram is Joe Talk Show. Joe Talk Show, check out the reels, or on YouTube, they're called Shorts. Look for Joe Pags Radio. Keep it here. Joe Pags Show coming back. Great news with K next hour and much more on the Joe Pags Show. Stay here. This is the Joe Pags Show.